Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound is episode 396 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. My name is Brian Breaker, and joining me as always, Big Underscore Bane, what's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Little Friday action this week. Yeah, huh? buddy. Yeah, buddy. A little bit closer to the drop date. I, I dig it. Yeah, you digging it? Yeah, yeah, I dig it. Except for you know all the shit I got to go on today. It's, yeah, it's busy time, right? It's football season, you know. Effing football season. Effing football season. I, I yeah. Y'all know me. I love me some football, <laughs> <laughs> especially high school football. I'm sure. Well, you also live in an area where people uh, get way too into it. Way too into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's y'all seen varsity blues? It's like that. And it's sad. It is. Yeah. I don't want to like say too too many like derogatory things, but yeah, when I when I see that I just like it it baffles me. Because it's like always like I remember knowing people that live in the area you do that would go to high school games that knew nobody there. They yeah. just wanted to support the team and like yeah. they would get so into it and it's just like Yeah. My gosh, it's high school football, you know. Right. Calm it, down a bit. Yeah, it'd be like you and me going to a Sandak game nowadays. It's like, but being like face painting the whole deal. Right. Like, no. Like, you know, these guys are weird. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it's wild. Yeah, it's it, that's how it is in in, in old Berry Hill. It's just just ridiculous. It is indeed. It's episode three ninety six this week, so we are four away from four hundred, man. Yes. Moving right along. Getting there. Well, we have a lot of wrestling talk, so. uh Let's not waste any time. Let's get into it here. Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, as uh, as you know, All Out will be this this Sunday, or yep. today as we record this. Yep. A uh, lot of teases from uh, from CM Punk about old Daniel Bryan. Think he shows up? You know, whether or not it's an All Out, I don't know. I do think it's... I mean, it's probably going to happen, Probably right? going to happen. You know, I mean, I, I at this point, I think everybody's going to AEW. You know I know. What I mean? I just, yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit. Yeah. We have more crazy theories. But, yeah. Um, I think it'll be... 
it'll be fun, but I mean, it could be Adam Cole showing up as well. He's officially a free agent. I was shocked he didn't show up on Wednesday because he was, he had posted something about, um, how like basically him saying he wasn't going to SmackDown and on Wednesday he'll be black and gold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that could be NXT or AEW. It's probably just him trolling. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, as we record this, it is Friday. So Rampage is tonight. Yep. I think it's live, but I could be wrong. And uh, I mean, it's possible he shows up there, but uh, you never know. You never do know. And, and, and I, I, I've said it before. I think he fits. Absolutely. Like that's where he belongs. Yeah. And so I, I hope he does show up soon. I did hear that. I guess Pac ran into some travel issues, so he can't wrestle Andrade on the pay per view. Ah, damn! And which I thought was I mean, that was going to be the match of the night. Yeah. And so I guess Andrade's like, "Who am I wrestling now?" Question mark. And I'm like, "Well, if he's going to wrestle someone, it's going to be Brian or Adam Cole." Yeah. Right. I mean. Right. That 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 would be my assumption, but but then again, they may just scrap that match entirely. Who knows? They might. But I will say this. This is the uh, first pay-per-view in a long time I'm actually interested in. Yeah. So, Good. so, I mean, I feel like their product's getting better and better. And Yeah. You know, I think I think the best thing about this, whether you're an AEW fan, a WWE fan, or like both, having two companies like this is going to push the other to be better. And that's, yeah. that's a good thing. Or if you're, you know, the other company, it's going to push you to just do batshit crazy things. Possibly. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, but I think... We're going to dive into that with all the NXT yeah. changes, but I, I honestly think it's a back to the way it was. No more of this indie darling bullshit. Let's yeah. go back to the six three white guy in biker trunks. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. And yeah, I mean I always go back to like I, Eric Bischoff said, like he's like the reason we had the Dungeon of Doom is like that that was what Hogan was comfortable with. Yeah, he wrestled the monsters. He wanted big monsters that he could trust. That's why it was like Boss Man and Earthquake, and it wasn't. You know, he, he went out there with Eddie Guerrero because he probably didn't know the guy. Right. And so he's like, I want guys I can trust. And so it's like they make their own big monster stable. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was the Dungeon of Doom, like a guilty pleasure. Sure. But when he explained it that way, I was like, okay, I get why you did it. Yeah. Uh, this is really fun news. Trevor Murdoch is the NWA world champion. Yes. I thought that was super cool, man. Very cool, man. That's uh Proud of him. That's 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 good stuff. Yeah, I, I thought that was so much fun, and uh, you know, kind of came out with a Harley looking jacket on. Yep. Um, Ric Flair was there. I was just like, oh, that's that's super fun, and um, you know, it, I think it's crazy. In like 2019, when NWA Power kind of took off, Trevor just kind of shows up out of nowhere, and then kind of I think really won people over. Yeah. And and I don't think two years ago anyone would have thought, oh, Trevor Murdoch will be the NWA champion. No one was thinking that. No. But now look at him. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. And and it seems, it feels like it's about time they had a new champion. Yeah, it is. And I guess all this has been champion for like a thousand days. Yeah, and I think that's great that they protect their titles so much. I think that's awesome. But it does get to a point where it's like, all right, we've seen this before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to Trevor Murdoch on that one. Absolutely. So we got to talk. We got to touch on this. This is probably the the longest topic we will have today. NXT new logo, possibly a new direction. I guess overseen by Vince and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Travis Fowler from the TV Toycast. Quick plug for my other show. Shout uh, out to Tier One. <laughs> he sent quite a uh, quite a theory over to me. He's like, "Isn't it ironic that Bruce Pritchard gets fired?" Yeah. And then ends up doing a podcast. Yeah. And that gains a lot of steam. And he uses that platform to eventually get him a job back in the WWE mm-hmm. and has now since kind of like 
risen to the top and is kind of getting rid of anyone that screwed him over in the past. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like that's when you think about it, it's like, holy shit. Cause like Stephanie's the one that fired him. Yeah. And now he's kind of like taking over NXT to a degree. Like, I, I mean, part of me wants to think like, well, no, that's not really what's happening, but maybe it is. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Like I, I wouldn't have thought until they actually released Bray Wyatt that that would ever happen. I felt like NXT was the biggest breath of fresh air that the WWE has had in a very long time mm-hmm. because it didn't feel like WWE. Yeah. And, you know, I know here more lately it's been kind of like not necessarily that feeding ground for calling up to the main roster. Yeah. It's been more of like its own show. And I, I liked that about it. Sure. You know. It became a different thing, right? Like mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. And- became that third brand. Right. But, again, what it was used for mm-hmm. has changed. And so, I don't know if, like, Vince and Bruce taking over is going to totally change the outcome of what it is. Or are we going to see more? Because I felt like, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I felt like NXT was hiring the guys like they're talking about, like the athletes from other, you know, like Otis wasn't a pro wrestler. They hired right. him, you know, as like an amateur wrestler. Same with Chad Gable, mm-hmm. um, the big dude that's with uh, Apollo Crews now. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of these guys, they didn't hire as like indie stars. They were like special yeah. people in, in that regard. And so, like, I know they've hired like Alexa Bliss was like a gymnast and a cheerleader. Like, yeah. it was, she wasn't a wrestler. Like, they recruit people. They've always kind of done that. And, but I felt like in XT, like what Triple H did is he used the indie star power to fuel the, the show. Yeah. Right? That's why Adam Cole and Ricochet and all these other guys. So with Vince taking over, does that immediately make you just kind of be like, eh, nope? It, I'm, I'm going to be watching it for about the first month to see what he does. Yeah. Because similar to a Goldberg match, it's going to be like a train wreck that I just can't look away from right um because i want to see what you, changes are made do you think it'll be that bad though i mean it's like vince has been in charge of the wwe for since its inception right and i'm not i'm the thing the thing is is like vince has has had total control of the main roster forever mm-hmm. he's never really had total control over nxt and so i can see him i think of when wcw came over to wwe Within the first year of that happening, Booker T was no longer WCW champion. It was like on the the Rock, you know. Uh, Uni- oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like United States champion was whoever. Um, and Booker T's like, if you think about it, he's really one of the only guys. Yeah. That was steadfast. That stayed there. Right. As a WCW guy, I mean. But like immediately, Vince made changes. You oh know yeah. What I mean, and so I'm like, is Samoa Joe going to still have the NXT title? Like, oh, that's a good call. You know what I mean? Like, is like what if they're like, and eh, yeah, you're gonna be fired again, right? Is you know the the tag team champions are those young two young kids? Uh-huh. Are they still gonna be tag team champions, or is he gonna find like a couple of big dudes and is he gonna Let's bring back the authors of pain? Right. Like, I I'm wondering like what's going to happen as far as championship titles. Maybe Karrion Cross comes back down to NXT, mm-hmm. takes takes back over demolition. Like, Karrion, right? You know what I mean? Like I. That's what I'm curious to see. I think those are the changes that are going to be made, and I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be good. And I think uh, now I, I'm not worried about the women's champion because like she's big, big old broad. I mean, like, yeah, she's she's big. So I think he's 
going to be all all right with that. But like the tag team champions, and I have a feeling like he's going to quit bringing over the UK guys unless they're just like massive. You know what I mean? I'm surprised that brand still exists. I I think it probably purely only exists because Hunter wants it to. Yeah. You know, but if Hunter ain't in charge anymore, then. Well, we were talking before we started recording. I'm like, <laughs> what if Paul Levesque is all elite? You know, like. Yeah. And I mean, part of me thinks, like, you say that kind of with a laugh, like, ah, nah, that's not going to happen. But I kind of wouldn't be shocked at this point. Dude, at this, well, yeah. I mean, when you kind of take everything away from a guy, you know, and I, I get he's probably still have his role, like, corporate role that no, he yeah. actually has. But, like, NXT was legit his baby. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and they are stealing it from him. It's like, I'd be like, F this job. Well, part of me wants kind of wonders if like Bruce has been this way the whole time like oh you know if NXT was like you know if we were hiring monsters we were you know like kind of prodding like if we were doing this if we were doing that man we could bring these guys up and but is I've never felt like Bruce was that out of touch is Bruce so out of touch that he thinks that that's what's selling right now I don't I, I don't know necessarily look at him as being out of touch I've always again I met Bruce Pritchard once in my entire life right I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm not saying he's not. I, Jim Cornette calls him the art for do, art artful dodger. Yeah. Because like if you ask him a question, he'll never give you a straight answer. Oh god. And I he's hate people like that. He's a huge yes man. I know in the history of his podcast, he would never um, talk badly about the WWE, right? Or Triple H, yeah. Or Vince or Stephanie or anyone. He was smart in that regard, right? Like I mean, because I think he knew all along, like. If this, get my job back. I'm trying to get my job back, yeah, yeah. and and all that stuff. So it, it's kind of weird that you go from, like, touring the country doing a podcast with Conrad to mm-hmm. you're telling Triple H, like, sorry, pal, it's mine now. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. like, but, but again, like, when you look at the competition, the competition that's kicking your ass, and you see that 90% of those guys are similar to the guys that you have on the NXT roster, and you think, <clears throat> that ain't working. Well, but maybe they look at it like, okay, they're kicking our ass with these guys. Here's what we need. We go, again, back to what worked. Back to the, the monsters. Yeah, but the monsters didn't work. But, I mean, but what do most people say? I mean, I love wrestling from the 90s. That was my jam. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Stone Cold, those aren't monsters. The Warlord, Yokozuna. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, but that's like, right. It's, it's that's totally different. Funny nostalgic. Like, yeah, yeah. I would never watch a program like that today. Right. I mean, unless I'm laughing at it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but like, it's, that's, that's what people loved about it. Stone Cold ain't any bigger than, you know, Andrade. And so it's, it's just kind of ridiculous. That that's what they think is the good idea. You're trying to ask me the logic of what they're thinking. I don't know. No, I, I'm yeah. not. I, I, just, I, I, I get you, but I, it's like I'm saying it's it's ridiculous what right. they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Like I, I can't imagine the thought process of you know. I get that you don't want guys who are smaller than the guys in the audience. Right. I understand that, but at the same time. That's where you have have the athleticism because most of the guys who are bigger in the audience than the guys that are in the ring are 350 plus pounds and can't hardly move. At the same time, I could see, and this is kind of a weird analogy, but let's say your kid's a huge wrestling fan. My nephew's a mm-hmm. big wrestling fan. He's seven. And we're watching it and we're enjoying it. 
because we're seeing Bret Hart and we're seeing yeah. Shawn Michaels and the One Two Three Kid and Razor Ramon and all our favorites. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, Attitude Era. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to be like, okay, we don't, you know what I mean? I'm probably right. going to be looking at it as a 35 year old. Right. Him being seven, like, uh, we're not going to watch this anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I, I don't think I would let my kids watch AEW. Like if they were that age. Yeah. Like, because, because of all the shit skis and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I definitely wouldn't take them to a show because yeah, there's a little bit more language. They you drop, know? they drop F bombs on the, you know, when the cameras are off. Right. It's like, ah, I don't need my kids around that. Right. And so it's, it's a, it's a different type of product. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is that that was such a quick drastic change mm-hmm. because they, what they were doing, they realized wasn't working. And so I, what I'll be honest, I feel like NXT has been stale. It, it has. It has not been exciting to me in a very long it, time. It got exciting once Joe came back, but that quickly lost its luster. Yeah. And and it's nothing against Joe. It's just there's so much bullshit going on under the WWE umbrella right now. And that's and that was another thing. Like what one of the things they did for a long time was like who's going to be in the audience at right. NXT takeover, right? Like the, right. and you kind of AEW's kind of doing that. Who's yeah. going to show up? The problem is if you're trying to book a show based off that like and you don't have a surprise, people are let down. Yeah, kind of like the Royal Rumble. They never announce like and big surprises. Right. You just hope that there's going to be one, and yeah. sometimes there is, sometimes there's not. Yeah. And sometimes there's like, oh, okay, somebody came back from injury that we didn't even remember was injured. Right. Not a big deal, but right. But then every now and then it's like, oh my God, Christian's back. You yeah. know. So it's it's hard for me to explain what I think is going to happen, other than I feel like if they make quick, drastic changes like they seem to be making, that's really going to turn a lot of people off. Especially if they're negative. And right now they look negative. Because I'll be honest, that logo looks like hot garbage. It does. And I have seen three people under all the tweets WWE has made. I have seen three tweets like, that looks awesome. Looks great. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is it was such a drastic change. Like, even if you look at the old, to me, like the old classic WWF logo is one of my favorites. Yeah. Then they switched to where it was like in the box and it was kind of crooked. That was like the new generation style. Yeah. Then they did the scratch logo, but yeah. they were all like relatively similar. And then more recently, we saw the more bold yeah. logo, but it wasn't that much different. So the scratch logo was the biggest change. Yeah. But everything since the scratch logo has been pretty much the same. And actually, when they first, I don't know if you remember this, when they first debuted that scratch logo, they didn't change it on the graphic on the TV for a little while. They just would have it like over the old graphic. That's true. Yeah, you're and right. So like they kind of like introduced it without taking away the old one, and so I thought that was a smart way because it was such a drastic change. Yeah. But then like yeah, when they changed the WWE, they just took the F out, and then when they brought this new logo, they just kind of made it clean, you know. And and I, I think that's the way to do it. I think if they were to, I think that font that they used is fine, but they should have kept it black and gold instead oh, yeah. of like the 90s Nickelodeon Saved by the Bell bullshit. Right. But. No, I agree. I think, but I think that the quicker you change things like, so quickly, it's like, whoa, what the, it's it's hard to get accustomed to. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's definitely a, uh, a weird thing. So I guess we'll have to see what happens. We will see what happens. I am curious to find out though. You know what I mean? Like, I hope we get multicolored titles. You know what I mean? And there you go. I hope we get the rainbow bright NXT championships. And I've heard so many conflicting reports. I don't really know what to believe. I've also heard, oh no, Triple H is still running things, but they're just overseeing it. I'm like, well, what the hell does that mean though? If, if that's the case, then that means like, you know, Bruce and like every decision has to go through Bruce and Vince. Right, which, which means he's not in charge. Which means that Vince is in charge, yeah. Right, and so 
that's where I'm like, okay, I don't yeah. know. If I were in NXT right now, I would be nervous. Especially if I was under six foot two. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we saw this happen on Raw this past Monday. Nia Jackson, Charlotte got into look, what looked like a little bit of a scuffle. Yeah. When, when this when it started, it because I watched this match because because of the internet, um, it it looked like it started because of a botch. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, there was there was some slapping around. Like it, it looked like Charlotte was slapping Nia. Nia didn't seem to like it, and then they kept going on with the match. Well, then Charlotte like jumped on Nia's shoulders for some stupid ass reason. And uh, Nair got her, Nair got her down, and they started slapping each other back and forth. What was so funny to me is like <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte like tried to hit her and missed, and and I was like, "Don't, don't you dare!" <laughs> like it was, it reminded me of like when siblings fight mm-hmm. and they get like a little bit too aggressive, and like don't, don't you do it, don't, mm-hmm. don't you do yeah. it, and it just, <laughs> it just cracked me up because it's like. You guys don't know how to fight, do you? <laughs> this is bad. I saw a fight. I tweeted at it. I was like, this is the greatest fight I've ever seen. Did you watch that I, video? I, I did, yeah. It, there was actually a second part to that where the, the guy helped the other guy back into his apartment. Oh, did he really? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, he came back after kicking his ass. He's like, you all right, mate? <laughs> yeah. It was just such a bad fight. Like yeah. My favorite part's when he goes to hit him and the dude hits his head on the rain gutter. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Kong. I'm like, good Lord. But... It, it, a lot of people, I think, might think this is like a work shoot. I don't, I don't know because yeah. I, the reason I say that, I hope that that's not the case because that didn't do e- a good thing for either one of them. It made them both look really bad. It did, and then of course the one that got me was Nia picking her up for the uh, back suplex and kind of just dropping her. I didn't see that. Yeah, and she, you obviously go down with that. She just kind of let her go, and she basically dropped her on her back of her head. Oh, and I'm like, you already have a reputation for just injuring people. But you know, I'll be honest, like. I think Naya matches should look sloppy. They should look messy. They shouldn't be dangerous. Right. But they should look that, and messy. That's, and that's a fine line. Very fine line. But, like, she's not going to be a technical wrestler. She's not going to be, like, best in ring. She's massive. I, I think of, like, you know, like, Earthquake and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. He was safe, but like his shit was messy. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, yeah, because he's this big monster, right? And I think I feel like Nia should be that way too, especially the fact that she is the same size as most of the guys, and then you have all these teeny tiny little girls, right? She should toss them around, sure, but it, again, it shouldn't be dangerous though. Well, I mean, I think like you know, back in the day, they used to do those hair beals. Yeah, and they've kind of got away from that, but like that would work for her. Absolutely, it would. Yeah, you know, because it's it's a little like ah, that yeah. sucks. You know. Yeah. But uh, hopefully, this is a isolated incident. But this is just not to me. It's not good for Naya. She's always in that in the conversation of dangerous, and that's not you don't want that reputation. And the uh, the thing about this is she's probably going to catch the heat on this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if if there was heat to be caught she's probably going to catch it because charlotte's not going to get in trouble for that shit well a lot of people think charlotte might be out the door too and she might be i i think she should be i but mean her her future husband and possibly her dad are going to be in AEW it is very interesting that she lost clean denia jacks as the raw women's champion right that doesn't happen it shouldn't happen right i've always been a big believer in you have to protect titles yeah. you know and I know that's everyone. Everyone gets their own opinion. Oh, but it's wrestling. Okay, I get it, but it just story wise, you do story wise, it doesn't make sense, right? You know that that you would do that. So who's to say? Um, 
WrestleMania will be two nights uh, in Dallas. A lot of people were kind of, I guess they initially said, no, it'll be one night again. But I guess the talent really liked the two-night event. I personally think that that's way better. Yep. Um, and I know you're a big fan of watching the eight-hour show. <laughs> Shoot me in the face. I don't even like watching the four-hour show. Dude, it's brutal, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And this is probably going to be one, unless they just have a stat card from top to bottom both nights, I'm probably going to not watch it all. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be four hours, two nights in a row. And it's like, oh, that's a lot. It is a lot. But I do think doing it that way is way better than one super, super oh, long show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember that one they did. It was like match 15. I was like, good Lord. Like, yeah. this is too much. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I've always been a – but, I, you know, I, I've said the last couple of years, obviously, WrestleMania, I think it was like 36 was the, the COVID mania where I was like, no, no yes. fans. That was two nights. And, yeah, that wasn't the easiest thing in the world to watch. But it did make it – I thought that mania was fun though. I I thought for what it was, yeah, yeah. I because during that era, they were trying so hard to make it enjoyable because they had to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had no fans, so they had to do like out of the box things. Yeah, and that was. Oh yeah, that's when we first saw the uh, cinematic matches, right? Well, from WWE, but, yeah, yeah, right. And um, and I and I feel like they they've done that, where each night of mania they had like fun things yes. right so it's like okay night one had this night two had you know so there's always something kind like of, i think night one was the boneyard match night two was yeah. the you know uh fun house match or whatever right and um yeah and they, they just had different stuff on both shows kind of like this this year they had you know edge daniel bryan and roman as the main event one night and yep. bianca and sasha as the main event for the other night so like, there's was, there's was fun stuff on both shows yeah but uh yeah um I think it's a good idea. I mean, I'm not necessarily like I plan to be in Dallas for Mania. I don't necessarily know if I'll go to Mania. Yeah, but I think that's a way better watch than trying to do one four hour show. I couldn't imagine. No, I couldn't imagine either. That's um, I that's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Buddy Murphy got in a little bit of a little bit of heat. Um, he uh, basically tweeted out that he was free, free agent. Yeah. And an image of a guy breaking handcuffs, and a lot of people equated that to being in prison or being a slave. Yeah. Did you feel like that was a huge overreaction? Big time. Yeah, I mean, like... Too many people are woke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, he didn't mean anything offensive by that. Yeah. He meant he, he's not long, no longer in a non-compete. Yeah, and that's why he deleted it and made an apology, but he shouldn't have had to apologize. People just need to calm the hell down. If you didn't understand what he meant, don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Don't don't respond. Why are, why are people this way, though? Because everybody's so quick to want to cancel everybody, and it's just yeah. annoying as hell. Like I get it. Like I, if, if Buddy Murphy would have basically like gotten on there and be like, "I've been in slavery for the past ten years. <laughs> right. I'm breaking the chains." Then yeah, maybe something's wrong there. But he literally just posted a photo that he found on Google. Yeah, and people just were up in arms, and ninety percent of them were freaking white guys like you and me. And it's, yeah. It's like, just calm the hell down. It, well, that's like, it, to me, it reminds me of when people go through and like, I found tweets from this guy from 2011. That's like, yeah. Why were you looking at his tweets from 2011? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, why, why do people do that? I don't know. Cause they're just so up in arms trying to get everybody canceled they, and they have nothing better to do. Apparently. I mean, yeah. like James Gunn, I'll bring him up. Cause he's obviously the director of guardians of the galaxy. And I, that was so weird to me because the tweets he did were very, were not good. They were in poor taste. Right. They were 10 years old, mm-hmm. and he was clearly, I think, trying to just get buzz on Twitter, yeah. is what I think. 
They fire him from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. So he takes a job with DC for the Suicide Squad. Then they rehire him for Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, what the hell? Like, what yeah. what, what good did that do? But it's like, I think a, another problem is, more so than this woke culture, is companies are too quick to make make satisfy them. Well, they don't want the bad press. Right. And I so, get it. So they're like, oh, we're going to fire him then. And it's like, yeah. oh, we won. So it's like, oh, who's next? Who are we canceling now? Because right. that worked. Yeah. If companies are just like, okay, yeah, whatever. And, and I, I get their stance on it because it's like, well, if we don't do something, then we look like we agree. Right. And so I get it, but at the same time, it's an overreaction. A huge overreaction. And it shouldn't it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Obviously, Buddy Murphy did not mean any negative connotations by that post. He was no. just saying that he's back on the market. Mm-hmm. People need to chill TF out. Yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, it's kind of like when uh, you know, Jimmy Uso got that drunk driving mm-hmm. incident recently. I think it was Jimmy, I believe. And yeah. you know, like WWE put out there, like you know, his decisions are his own. You know, we don't support it. But yep, like, which if you ask me, that would be embarrassing if I was Jimmy. Yeah, it would I? That would embarrass. How many me of those guys had? Oh, at least three that I, I mean, can remember. I, I'm sorry, but that's way, way worse than someone saying something slightly off color. Could have killed somebody. Right. You know, Dude, like. And, and what he doesn't, and maybe it's different because it's usually in a different state, but like I had an uncle who's a big time drunk and he probably still is. I don't know. But like he, he ended up going to prison for a year because he kept getting DUIs. Yeah. And it's like eventually that shit is, they're going to be like, all right, it's not a slap on the wrist anymore. It should be. I think it should happen at the very first time. I don't think that should be tolerated at all. Yeah. And I, I mean, at the like, very, does he still have a license? That, that's another thing. Like at the very least, they need to like take away his license. Yeah. Because then if he gets caught driving without a license, also impaired, then he's really fucked. Well, and that's the thing is like, how many, how easy is it to use a freaking Uber or Lyft? Right. Not that hard. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like that didn't get made to be a huge deal. No. I mean, I, granted, he didn't hurt anybody, as far as I know. Yeah. But it's like, that's way, to me, way, way worse than someone slightly saying something that might be a, considered offensive. Come right. on. Get out of here. People are stupid. Uh, one thing I, I do want to touch on, because this is it's kind of a hard thing to talk about, but we lost Daphne this week. Yes, we did. Um, you know, I, she hadn't really been in the headlines in a long time. Um, an Instagram feed, I guess, showed her really in a bad way. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people were trying to reach out and trying to find her. And, you know, I saw a ton, a ton of tweets of people being like, does anyone know her address? Does anyone know how to get someone over to her place? And unfortunately it didn't happen in time. And, um, it it just, it's, I don't know what to say other than it just sucks, man. It really does. Yeah. I saw, I saw Mick Foley. I woke up and saw Mick Foley's tweet, um, asking if anybody knew, Daphne Unger's address. Mm-hmm. And what was so interesting is I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure who Daphne Unger was. Yeah. And then I, you know, after doing a little bit of research, found out, you know, that's who it was. And then later on in the day, hearing the news is just pretty heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, it's no matter like how alone you feel, like it, it shouldn't ever get to that point where you just think it's time to end it all. Yeah. And it sucks that she did. 
you know, it really does. I mean, I, I know I, like I said, I saw so many people like even like crowbar, you yeah. know, cause she was with crowbar back in WCW. Yeah. He was like, I don't have her address. Does anyone have her address? And yeah. And you know, it's one of those things like, full, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I know where you live. I don't know your address. Right. I mean, people just don't know that always. And so right. <sighs> it's a sad thing, man. Yeah. It just, it sucks. And I think it should be a, Hopefully a lesson to everybody. If if you are ever in a bad place, like reach out to people, and I and I think that's what she was trying to do. Yeah. And unfortunately, maybe people didn't see it in time, or the right person didn't see it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to say because yeah. we don't know. But you know, know that there's people out there always. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're never alone, even if you feel like it. It's, yeah. It's a. Uh, you should never have to feel that way. No, it's just a, it's a, it's a bad, bad situation. And I think this should also, and I, I'm not saying that this is exactly why it happens, but when people are cruel online, think about the uh, impact of that. Yeah. You know, um, just because someone does something that you don't like, cause I go back, I, I didn't even, I wasn't going to touch on this initially, but I'll bring it up. Carl Anderson, mm-hmm. he went under some fire for, cause I guess WWE sent out a tweet about, you know, we have mental health you know, people available if you need them. Yeah. Or they sent out a text. I think they do like a text service now. And his comment was like, they suck, bro, to someone. Yeah. Like they suck. And so people kind of jumped all over him and like, why don't you go cheat on your wife again? Which I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently that's that's out there. And and it's like, do we not just learn what happened? Right. I'm not saying that any anyone that does or says anything shitty, you know, Joey Ryan's another example. Yeah. I'm not saying that he didn't do something shitty because he did and a lot and then has continuously done shitty things. But my God, I don't want to wake up and like all of a sudden like he's killed himself yeah. or anybody like that. That's that's where I, I feel like if someone's a someone's not nice to you or a jerk, like get him out of your life. But don't Unfor- you know what I mean? Unfortunately, it seems like the people who do this are the people who would never be like a Joey Ryan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's always the super sweet yeah. people who would, you know, break their back to do anything for you. And that's what I've heard about her, obviously, yeah. is that, you know, she's helped a lot of people yeah. and, and or has tried to help a lot of people and has always been a very nice and sweet person. It's just it's unfortunate, man. It really is. And, and that's but just be nicer to people. Yeah, and, and it's it should be a, a good reminder to to all of our friends and, and fellow podcasters, you know, make sure to to Tell your buddies, tell your friends, tell your family that you love them. You know, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you just you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I've seen it before too, where someone kind of puts out a tweet or a Facebook post. It's like, okay, that's a little, yeah, that's that's a that's a little like depressing sounding. And I'm guilty of it too, where I, sometimes I see that stuff and I'm like, they're just asking for attention. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's the and that's a problem. And, and, and that was brought up too. And that's that's difficult because it's it's a fine line because sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Yeah. And even if it is, like, do you really want to take the chance? You right. know what I mean. Right. And it's and it's it's difficult as somebody on the outside of that to navigate. You know, it's very difficult. And so, I don't know. Just check check in on your folks always. Well, big underscore band. We got a little bit of movie talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is. Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah. This is Break up and bait up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, Big Underscore Bane. Tell you what we got now. Um, 
first of all, you have told me you have a new streaming service because apparently you didn't have enough. Didn't have enough. Um, <laughs> so, cats out of the bag. If you listen to uh, Tales from the Estate, he brought it up on his. So I'll go ahead and mention on here. Uh, Drew allowed me to uh, use his login to to check out Shutter. I which horror movie horror service. movie horror, horror movie streaming service and. I kept forgetting about it, like to log in. And so on Apple TV Plus, they actually allow you to check out um, Shutter without logging in. You can't watch anything, but you can just see what they have. Smart. And I noticed there was a movie on there called Psycho Goreman. It's a movie I've been wanting to watch since it came out in 2020. I think it was like early 2020 when it came out. And I was like, oh shit. So I just went ahead and subscribed myself for, for me. And uh, text text uh, Drew about it and said, like, hey, just letting you know, you got a slot free on your account now because I went ahead and subscribed. And anyway, I watched Psycho Goreman. It is amazing. Um, it is it is a comedy. I thought you said Psycho Doorman initially. No, Gore, Goreman. <laughs> it's, um, it's like a comedy, um, but it's, it's a comedy, but it's graphic, gory, but it's ridiculous gore sure like it is obvious like it's not even trying to be realistic yeah yeah um but it's a uh it's a pretty damn funny movie it's about this um alien who is this destroyer of worlds and he comes in to uh to earth and basically somehow gets under the control of like these eight and nine year old kids and they have full control over him and uh, just just fun stuff. And uh, watch that. That was great. And then I started watching this documentary series called um, Cursed Films. And that, I told you a little bit about it yeah, off yeah. air, and that was phenomenal. Because it went through, uh, it was like The Omen, The Exorcist, um, The Crow, uh, Twilight Zone, and what the hell was the other one? Um Poltergeist. Poltergeist, yeah. Went through all five of those films talking about different things. No and three men and a baby, huh? No three men and a baby. Um, but Have you ever heard about that one? The the ghost or whatever? Yeah, I have heard about that. Have you heard how that's been debunked recently? Huh. Yeah. I don't want to catch up, but real quick. Basically, um, I think Ted Danson's character, he's like an actor, yeah. if I remember right. And he's uh, got like a cardboard cutout of himself. And there, it's briefly shown in a deleted scene, mm-hmm. but that's what that was. Oh, really? It was a Ted Danson cardboard? And when you actually see what that is, you're like, oh. Yeah. Because they had said, oh, it's a cardboard cutout. It's like, why would there be a cardboard cutout that looks like a little boy yeah. standing out the window? You know what I mean? It didn't make any sense. But when they kind of broke it down, you're like, oh, okay. I see. And I, and I But that was a great urban legend for years. Well, another one's The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, with the... Uh, the the little person who hung himself or whatever. Right. I've heard about that. Like it's like he shows up in the background. Yeah. And I've seen clips of, I never saw it in the actual movie, but I've seen clips of it on YouTube of it happening. And it's like, Oh wow, that really does look like it. I don't know if that's what it is, but it looks like it. Um, but, but these particular ones, there was so much stuff that happened, even on the crow, you know, we always hear about, um, uh, Brandon Brandon Lee Lee died on the set and they explained how that happened. And, um, it, it was pretty interesting how that happened. Um, basically, like, they had, they had like, these, the blanks in there, but the, um, but the blank can actually, it shoots off the hollow point, but it only goes, like, far enough to get inside the barrel, and it doesn't go any further than that. Well, then they use, like, they didn't clean out the gun, 
So then they use these other bullets that don't have a tip, but they have like the explosion or whatever. So like you get the the stuff going out the sides and stuff like that. Well, that's what pushed it through. Mm. And that's what killed him. So it wasn't even a real bullet. It was just a combination of these two different kinds of, of dummy bullets. Wow. And so that was pretty insane. And then I guess at the beginning of that film, before they even started shooting, somebody like had um, backed, backed up some kind of truck to these, these uh, hot wires and burnt alive. Holy hell. Yeah, didn't didn't die, but he like I think they said like forty five or fifty percent of his body was like third degree sunburns after that. And it was just like he was in the hospital for like weeks. Oh yeah. And, um but just just insane stuff. And then poltergeist, all the stuff that happened on that film. Omen was pretty intense too. Exorcist was crazy. Um but just just a good series and they're only about thirty minute episodes. But um dude Solid stuff, man. And then we got, um, and then it has all the classic horror movies. Like, not all of them, but it has a lot of them. Like, the original Ch- Chainsaw Maskers on there. Um, the original Halloween. Maybe not the first one, but, like, some of the original Halloweens are on yeah. there. Um, but then it has, like, the original Poltergeist. It has, it's got all these classic movies, man. And it actually has a, um, this movie called Nosferatu, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not, but it was a, it's actually a silent movie from like the twenties. Oh, wow. And it's like one of the like old school horror movies. And so I'm actually thinking about watching that, but dude, it's got so much cool stuff on there. And so uh, worth the money though. So far. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be something I keep forever. It kind of just depends like how often they add stuff yeah, in, yeah. in the, the content it actually is because they do have original content on there. It's just, I don't know how much of that's going to be for me because yeah. I'm like, well, horror that's, that's one of those genres where it's like, that it can be too much very quickly. Well that, and like, it's like, I like the, um, I like the more story based horror. Like there's a, there's a more recent horror movie called the Baba Duke that came out a couple years ago. I think it was on Netflix. And I liked that one because I don't recall it having a whole lot of jump scares. It was so, it was so story driven, you know, and, and it was so well done. That was the kind of horror movies I like. Whereas like, I'm worried about things like, uh, like the, uh, the conjuring. Uh, have you heard of those? And like, oh, yeah. there's that whole series. And then like the Annabelle and the nun, all those are tied into this one. It's like, all oh, that sounds awesome. Cause it's like this anthology of movies, but I know it's going to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and oh, right, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I I don't think I can handle that. Yeah. So like it, it sucks because it's like there's so many movies that I want to watch, and that's the thing trying to navigate on something like Shudders because it's like uh, the comedy horror is more my jam when it comes to like yeah, yeah. actual slasher and, and horror movies. But if I can find ones that's more story driven with like dark elements in it, sure, that's what's for me. And so it's, I don't know, that's gonna be hard to navigate through, but so far I'm really digging it. Yeah, well, cool, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think it's, I mean. It's one of those streaming services. It might be one you don't keep all the time, but right. Halloween time, I'm sure it's a perfect lot of fun. time to have it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also announced, Cobra Kai has already been renewed for a fifth season ahead of its fourth season debut. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, which I'm glad. Yeah. I am too. Keep that show going forever. I think it's awesome. I know uh, what's his name, um, Ralph Macchio had said like uh, he he had heard the plan was six seasons, so. Hopefully at least at least gets that. I would like to see it go longer though. I was listening to Office Ladies Pod and they did just did the episode on um Oh crap, what is her name? The Hot or Not. Mm. The next karate kid. Yeah. Anyway, so they were ta- they started talking about Cobra Kai. 
And I guess they reached out to the director of Cobra Kai because I guess Angela knows him. And she asked him, like, are you going to bring her back? Or are you going to bring the next Karate Kid to yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai? And they're like, well, we, we're we trying to include everybody from the Miyagi-verse. So it's definitely not off the table. It's just whether or not she she's up for it. Oh, wow. So I, I personally would love it. I know there was no ties to yeah. LaRusso. Yeah. But I think that would be a really cool inclusion to have her in there. Well, to me, it was like, I don't think you're the, probably the biggest Fast and the Furious fan. But right. they did that one movie where, like, all new people. But like he so showed up Tokyo Drift. Yeah, but he yeah. showed up in some of the later movies. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, at least they're tying it all right back together somehow. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's really cool, man. Um, yeah, Cobra Kai is awesome. I'm I'm excited. I think season four drops in December. So yeah, I'm super stoked for that. That'll be awesome. Absolutely. All right, we got some toy talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your brain to a bit of toy talk. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk. Alright, big underscore bang, couple of, couple of news items I want to touch on. First of all, um, MLW, Major League Wrestling, has announced they have a figure line coming out. Court Bauer, um, who runs that company, kind of put out there, like, who would like to see some MLW action figures? And you're kind of like, eh, he's probably just fishing. Yeah. And he's like, well, deal's done, expect them in 2022. And Hell yeah. And I'm like, okay. Do you feel like I, this is my thought. I'm like, do toy companies probably just look like, wow, these AEW figures are not staying on the pegs. Yeah. Mattel elites are hugely popular. Let's get in on this. Yeah. Cause that's kind of what I think happened. I do too. I mean, I'm, I don't follow MLW. Yeah. Um, but like I, I'd, I'd be all about a Jacob Fah two figure. Right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean like, you know, LA park, formerly La Park is there. Yeah. And is that me, the same La Parker from same, the 90s? Same guy. No kidding. And I was a huge fan of him in WCW. Me too. Both of his kids there are there too. Are they? L.A. Park Jr. And yeah, I can't remember the other one's name. But I'm like, man, like a La Parker figure. Like, and it's supposed to be like, from what I gather, he's kind of teasing that it would be like scaled like Mattel Elites or AEW Unrivaled. Okay. I'm like, man, La Parker would be really fun. Yeah. And um, Savio Vega's there. He hasn't had a figure since the bone crunching days. Amazing. That would be super fun. I mean, Is Gotch still there? I don't think so. But I think he makes appearances for them, but okay. I, I don't know the specifics of how that deal works out. But um, Gino from Reality of Wrestling, he's there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of guys that like about, about Gino, right? I mean, that if they got a figure, it's like holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah, you I'd, know, I definitely buy a Gino figure. Right. I mean, so I think it's like you said, Jacob fought too. That would be be amazing, fantastic, and. I know a lot of guys like MJF made a big name for himself in MLW. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys have kind of come through there. So good on them for getting a figure deal. I'm curious if these will be in stores, though. Probably not. Well, ECW was, though, back in the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and that's what I mean. Like, I remember when they signed that ECW line, it was like, is it because wrestling figures are just popular? Who's, um, who's making them? They don't know yet. They haven't announced. Okay. Well, the deal is done. It's just not public. So I, I, I would assume it depends on who makes them. So, I mean, it's not Hasbro. Right. Right. I mean, you initially said you thought Jax was going to get um, AEW. AEW. And I was like, no way. Yeah. Well, they didn't. But all the people that were working at Jax at the time got them. Right. Jax is still a company. They still make stuff. So that's maybe it's a possibility there. Maybe. Um, there's also like some smaller companies like moose toys they i think they make some of the space jam figures yeah. that are currently out there so that's a possibility i don't know like it's hard to say but what about mcfarland toys 
<laughs> hey, you know what? That wouldn't that wouldn't necessarily be out of the yeah. realm, would it? Huh. I mean, because they're doing great with DC. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. I'd be all about it. I think it's cool. Um, well, it's obviously Sunday as we record this, and so this will probably already be news. But I guess Saturday, which is tomorrow, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, AEW is supposed to have some reveals at All Out Fan Fest. Okay. Any uh, any thoughts on what we might see? We're gonna see Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, the Young Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, for sure. We need a new Kenny. Um, I've noticed all the Young Bucks are like changing. I think Kenny did too. They changed their hair. I'm like, yeah. They're smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now Kenny's, he's young, Kenny's been rocking the Triple H you know, chops or whatever. And the Young Bucks have like the beards now. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. You guys are smart. And they, they've actually just recently finally started coming out in matching elite gear, you know. Which I'm like, that's smart. That's something you guys should have done at the beginning. Yeah. You know, um, kind of rebrand the NWO type shit. Exactly. Um, but anyway, um, seriously, I would imagine we might see Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Christian Cage is possible. Christian Cage. I mean, if they do fast track a CM Punk, I feel like that's way, way too fast. But um, Maybe an announcement, though. Right. Um, I don't know. I... Who hasn't gotten one that needs one? Well, I know they already announced like Unmatched 3. It was like all the Dark Order guys. Okay, the, yeah, Darby, LJN. So I kind of wonder if like they, we see pictures of those right. guys, right? Right. And so that's possible. Um, I, but I also kind of think you know, last time they announced like the Pillow Buddy line. So do you think yeah. this is where we see like them announce officially like a retro line or maybe a Legends line? Yeah, that could be it. I, and what's funny is I, I saw that you tweeted Jeremy a while back that you were like, everyone's doing retros. Give us LJNs. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually an interesting point. But yeah, you're right. Everyone's doing this. Do something different. Right. I mean, because no one's touching the LJNs. Like, mm-hmm. And you guys did the one, and I think that Cody looks fantastic. And Darby's coming. Right. So why not do a full line of them? Yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. And um, I mean, I... I, I think it's I think it's smart to stay away from the retros when you have four or five different companies doing yeah doing them. I mean, I don't know. I just I think it's smart to do something different. Yeah, but I think also too that's why like Jeff has brought this up. Like, why does every toy company have to be in the same scale? I'm like, well, they don't have to be, but the second you kind of veer off from that, people are upset. Well, it's playability, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I get that, but the retros are just statues basically now. Yeah. I mean, you're not playing with those. I mean, so you don't have to do that. Um, I think. <laughs> but I, I get why they would, because that's a hot ticket item right now. Yeah, but it, I mean, it gets to the point where I feel like it lowers the value of them. Sure. You know what I mean? Because in 20 years, is that Zack Ryder going to be worth money? You know what I mean? Well, probably not. That's what I'm saying. Like. It just or the Kurt Hawkins. I mean, I feel like nobody's going to give a shit about these. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's just, I don't know. It's, I look at it the same way I look at pop figures. Like, those were unique. And at first I was like, these are going to be worth money. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they just flooded the market with them. And it's like, now there's some that are worth money, but most of them are just dog shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just well, so, and space. now they're making like Kool Aid Man or like the, just like a Kool Aid packet. Did you right. see that? I was like, yeah. really? Yeah. Like, why? Right. I mean, some of them are just ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, and I totally get it. But but they've also kind of been 
they were kind of the first ones to realize like, oh, okay, we can do a line of Seinfeld pops, but Target gets this one. Right. Walmart gets this one. Funko Shop gets this one. Right. You know, and so everyone's got their exclusive, and that's what makes people go out and yeah. buy this shit. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and I know Mattel did that. You know, they used to have Tar- Toys R Us exclusives, Target, and Walmart exclusives. Yeah, and they still do that. And I right. think AEW hasn't really done that yet. I'm sure they probably will. They kind of did with the uh, Cody LJN. Like, there was the red variant that was Walmart exclusive. Oh, is that Walmart exclusive? Or was it, it was either Walmart or Target. It was it was an exclusive somewhere. I think yeah. it was Walmart exclusive. Yeah. But I don't think those have hit full on yet. So, I Dude, I, I don't see AEW figures anywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean... But I think more like exclusive lines. Because I know Walmart or like the elites, they do that collector's figure, right? Like there's like Colonel Mustafa or mm-hmm. Kama. And like that's the one, like if I was going to buy one, that's who I would get. Yeah. But those are hard, so much harder to find. Absolutely. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But hopefully they show some good stuff, though. I, yeah, I hope so. I'm curious to see what they got up their, their old uh, sleeve. Definitely. Now um, it's September officially, so we are gearing up for some fall are you ready for this big underscore bang? I'm ready, Breaker. Because obviously we had a great show last month. Mike the Cleaner shocked the world, became the new PHPW champion. And yeah. you love you. It. We can just call him the shock master. Fine. That's fine, Breaker. He'll bust through that wall and tell you who rules the world. Well, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to bust his bubble right now. And that is at our next event, Faultality. Elvis Aliaga is going to get his rematch. Oh, great. Fantastic. Uh, Elvis Aliaga is a fighting champion. And, and we can call Mike the Cleaner the paper champion. You know, that's fine. I wouldn't do that, but yeah. But Elvis Aliaga is the true champion. And at Fatality, I'm I'm demanding he gets that shot back and he's going to get that championship back. Terrible, it's going terrible, to happen. Terrible decision. Perfect decision. Terrible decision. So that's the first announcement. For Fatality, that's the first match made. Okay, so if Elvis gets his rematch, how come Tier 1 never got his rematch? We don't have automatic rematches, Breaker. We just did you What the hell? It's just the way things work. Yeah. All right? Fatality tournament is underway. And, Breaker, this Friday, this past Friday, we had the first two matches of the tournament. And uh, they were a doozy. No disqualification, no pinfalls, no submissions. The only way to win via uh, knockout. Knockout. Knockout, not countout. And we saw two of these matches take place. We saw Scott Toon versus Ethan Chambers. Interesting, interesting matchup there. Scott Toon has been kind of uh, on his singles run because his brother Jeff with 1F has been on the shelf. We wish him a speedy recovery. Absolutely. But um, this was a hard-fought match. But at the end of the day, Scott Toon advanced to the semifinals. Congratulations, Scott Toon. Moving on along. Then we also saw Jordan Zeilinger take on... Dmitry Alexandrov. Interesting matchup there. Talk about a very, very good match. But at the end of the day, you always remember your first. Yeah. And this is his first victory in this tournament. Jordan Zeilinger moves on to the semifinals. Excellent. I like it. So in uh, the way the way this worked out was we already know the semifinal match. So now Scott Toon is going to go up against Jordan Zeilinger in wow. the semifinals. That'll be an interesting match. Two, so, two rival podcasts. Absolutely. Buttonheads. I like it. Absolutely. So there's one announcement for you. Uh, the Fatality Tournament moves on. Well, then we have the Fatality Tower for Tier 1. It's a lot of T's. Yeah. But. Why doesn't Elvis Aliaga have a Fatality Tower? Because Elvis Aliaga hasn't pissed me off. 
Oh, there we go. All right. At least you admit to your corruption. All right. It's not corruption. That is absolutely corruption. It is not corruption. That's corruption. Here's the thing. You're going to like this, Breaker. I don't think I will. I think you will. If I'm giving him the opportunity to have a match with me. Oh, that would be fun. If. To watch you get beat up. If he can make it through seven hand-picked opponents by me, he will get his opportunity to Sounds face me. eerily familiar. Does it? A little. A little bit. Yeah. Now that I mention it. But it's a totally original concept. Of course. Because there's more guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. Damn it. Anyway, it's going to happen. Okay. The first one happened this Friday, and he fought Kreger. Okay, from Wreck My Podcast, Wreck former My Die Podcast. Hard champion. Yes. And um, he squeaked by. It was a bloody affair, but he did squeak by. So Tier 1's already won his first challenge. But he's got to defeat six more guys and then have the opportunity to face me. And then if he can defeat me, Breaker, then he will be in talks of a championship title opportunity. That's ridiculous. Then ridiculous. the topic of conversation might come up that he can have a championship opportunity. You know, I'm still 49% owner. I can still make decisions. And I'm still 50% owner, which means I am the majority shareholder, and I make all the decisions. Uh, no, I make some of the decisions. You, you make catering decisions, pal. You make the decision on who breaks down the ring at the end of the night. That's the decisions you make. That would be the ring crew. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah, we also have guys, wrestlers who help. So that's that. Anyway, that was the first uh, of the Fatality Tower for Tier One. That one is going to go through all the way past Fatality to our uh, October event. Fantastic. Yes. So, last bit of news here: Aaron Anders decided to attack Dobro after Dobro had a fantastic match against. Drew Vinsel, our new King of the Mountain champion. Fantastic match between those two. Aaron Anders came out after the match, attacked Dobro. Drew Vinsel came back in with the save. But Aaron Anders is not done with Dobro. So more news on that to come. But there's some stuff a-brewing between those two. I believe it. They've had quite the quite the wars in the past. And it is not yet over. So we will. I'll have more news on that. I'm going to try to get a word with Aaron Anders and see what the dealio is. I hope, you, I hope you're able to. I, I, I hope so, too. Yeah. But uh, that's all the news we got this week. One match made official Elvis Aliaga versus Mike DeCleaner for the PHPW Championship. A brand new match, a brand new contest. It's going to be fantastic. It definitely wasn't last month's pay per view main event at all. Definitely not. And I can't wait to see it. Should be should be fun. Fatality coming up at the end of October. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. All right. Well, big underscore Bane as we, uh, as we head to um, our more tournament action for our cringy. WCW tournament. We're about to round out the first round. Yes, we are. So we'll go over the results of our of our last poll, which was um, which was a pretty fun one. Rick Steiner and the and Chucky had a promo. Yep. Or Judy Bagwell on a poll. This was a uh, pretty astounding defeat. Judy Bagwell on a poll slash forklift wins seventy seven percent to twenty three percent. Can I just say, I think the Chucky versus Rick Steiner was a little bit more cringeworthy. Right? Yeah. I mean. Well, I think it's like people probably forget that, though. Yeah. I mean, that was really bad. That was. But that's. I think a lot of these tournaments, as we as you know, it's 
not so much like what is cringier. It's what they remember the most. Yeah. You know, like that was not, that wasn't like cringy. It was just like, well, that was kind of stupid. And here's what I want to know. What is worse? Judy Bagwell on a forklift or custody over Dominic ladder match? Oh, definitely custody of Dominic on a ladder match. <laughs> um, I mean, they've made bad decisions too, right? obviously. So oh, it is now time for our, uh, our last first round match. I got a doozy for you, Breaker, but I think this one's flying so under the radar that it's probably going to lose. Okay. That is Tank Abbott as the three-count superfan. So that that's one of those weird things where it falls into that category. It's like, okay, you sign Tank Abbott, who is as badass as they come. Yep. From the UFC, and you're going to have him dance a three-count. Yep. Is it just because it's funny? You got me. I didn't find it funny. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. It is weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like one of those like late... Imagine w- if Dan Severn came over there and started dancing. Right. It, it's know? just like, why? Like <laughs> yeah. that, That's one of those things. Like If you're going to hire Dan Severn, you're just gonna, he's just going to be the beast. Right. I want the gray shirt, and I want the mouthpiece, and you know, right. trying to get single legs. I don't want... Yeah. I don't want this. He needs to get in there, rip somebody's head off. That's right. all he needs to do. Very, very strange. So I thought of a good one, but it's a, uh, it's, it's, I don't know if this is cringy though, but I feel like it totally works. Jay Leno and WCW. Oh yeah. I mean, is that cringy though? Yeah. Yeah. I say that's probably the most cringy celebrity they had there. That was one of those. So that came right off when they did the basketball players, mm-hmm. Rodman and Malone. And you they kind of redid it, but with Jay Leno. Yeah. And that was like, okay, Rodman and Malone, I get it because they were feuding in the NBA a little bit and yeah. the professional athletes, but it's like, you take Jay Leno, like why Jay Leno? Yeah. Dude, at the time that was like the height of his popularity. And I get it, but yeah. why have him wrestle? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it was a little bit to stroke Jay Leno's ego, yeah, maybe, and and a little bit to uh, get get them more exposure. You know what I mean? But hell, if if we had an actual company and Conan O'Brien came up to us like, "Hey, you mind if I get in the ring?" I'd be like, "Hell yeah, pal!" <laughs> right? I guess yeah. Kind of like David Arquette wrestling, right? You know, it's like, which I, we didn't even mention that. That's not even on here. Yeah, I felt like that was a handicap one though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that one would have won. Yeah, because that one's just the the biggest deal. But I, you know, what's weird is I don't even look at that as as offensive as some of the other things they've done. No, no, I I really don't either. And and I think I think I have uh, kind of gained a lot of sympathy for David Arquette. Sure, because you you especially when you watch his documentary about it, like he didn't even want to do it. You know no. what I mean? And so like knowing all that, it's like all right, you know, you get a pass. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very very strange. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, that'll be our next uh, that'll be our next poll. Tank Abbott in three count or Jay Leno competing in WCW. Uh, and if you're listening to this, let us know a cringy moment that we may have missed. Because, Absolutely, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure they will. It seems like every time we do a tournament, like oh, I don't see this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, where's yeah. this at? Where's this guy? Shut up. Who talks like that? Huh? You. I do not. <laughs> How dare you? That's what you sound like. <laughs> but I know it's it's hard to do a cringe like a, you know I could do eight cringy Hogan moments. Oh yeah, like uh, yeah. Well, because like when I thought of 
but I didn't because we already did him in the Dungeon of Doom. So I'm trying to make it not all like Hogan's, right? Because like him holding the head, it's a gif, you know, where it's like a, it's like his head. He's like, yeah. <laughs> or him seeing Warrior in the mirror and Eric Bischoff can't see him, right? Like that god awful, so so bad. Hogan's just so campy. I am gonna kick Goldberg's butt. <laughs> one of my favorites, and this one goes kind of under the radar too. It was like after the NWO split up, and he was getting into his limo, and he's like, "As far as Bischoff goes, I'm gonna eat his ass." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, that's poor choice of words, man. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Bad. That's awful. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Uh, what's weird too is I, I feel like we could kind of turn this around and do like random bright spots of, of WCW. Oh yeah. Because like I was thinking about this the other day, I was like, how interesting is it that like Chris Jericho debuts in 96 mm-hmm. for WCW and he was in ECW before, but I didn't know him. Yeah. First time I'd ever seen him. Random white me baby face mm-hmm. and starts to get over and then becomes a heel. And to me, like he was a huge bright spot of that show. Yes. They made him a star. Yes. And right on that point when they could have been like, oh, we're going to keep you, we're going to pay you more money, we're going to make you a main eventer. Yeah. They let him go and he went to WWE and was a made man. Yeah. Not, pretty much from night one. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, boy, that was a bad decision. Yeah. You know? WWE made a lot of those and, and, and it sucks. And I think of like, you know, uh, you know, like you're Eddie, like Eddie Guerrero's and, yeah. you know what I mean? Even Dean Malenko's and even the Chris Benoit. I mean, like WCW could have had major players. Yeah. And they just kind of shat the bed on every single one of them. I don't think, yeah. I think DDP, Booker T were the only, I mean, Sting obviously, but like the, there was, there was only like two or three, maybe four that were like WCW stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they, that they started, I mean, Goldberg obviously, but. But they're few and far between. Right. And, and even then, like, Goldberg was so limited yeah. in what he could do. It's like he, he became such a star. Like, they realized, like, oh, shit. Yeah. This guy can't work. Yeah. That's a problem. And here we are in 2021 still dealing with it. Yes. So, all right. Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Uh, let's just plug it up. All right, of course, we got we got to throw it out to the podcast buddies. Uh, Fully Posable, the wrestling figure podcast with Jeff and Scott over there. Um, really fun show with those two. Check it out if you haven't, especially if you're a wrestling figure fan. And, of course, uh, Scott's other um, other podcast, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry is another great show. Good show. Two fun guys. Check out their show. The PPW Podcast with Steve and Eric. In fact, they did a, uh, they did a, they released a poster. I guess they did this fantasy draft of, like, 91 WWF and current day WWE, no, 91 WWF, WCW, mm-hmm. current day AEW, WWE, and like did like a fantasy pay per view. Oh, okay. Pretty fun. Like, had that some fun, fun matches on there, like Bret Hart and Kenny Omega. I'm like, okay. Like, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Hogan and Lesnar was the main event. Who goes over? Hogan. Uh, oh, dude. It's got to be Hogan. Boot, right? boot leg drop, brother. Yeah, it's got to be. You right? know? Yeah. Hogan must pose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ringside rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariat's podcast, my buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Yep. Boot to the Face. Tales from the Estate. In fact, I'm rocking their new We're Live Pal shirt. You and I both are rocking some Drew Vinsel shirts. We today. are rocking some Drew Vinsel merch yeah. today. Definitely. But that's uh, the You'll Kiss the Legend shirt. Absolutely, it is. PHPWShop.com. Yes. Um, wreck my podcast with uh, Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there, who actually is coming up on uh, next week's episode of You Know It's Fake, right? Awesome. Yeah. 
Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf. And, uh, of course, check out all his artwork and his chop shop. Lots of great stuff over there. We got some stuff coming from from him. We do. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, pretty cool stuff, too. So Very cool I'm stuff. very excited about that. Uh, pulling up a chair with uh, our buddy Tim at a chair shot. Yep. Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast, which I'm going to plug them again. Um, one of the big reasons I like that show is exactly what you were explaining about Shudder. They watch horror movies and explain what they're about, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And it's like, oh. You don't have to get spooked. I can enjoy the story without getting spooked. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, yeah. And then if you like wrestling comic books, Grapple Hold to be the man, Evil Ain't Good, and uh, Tales from Planet Wrestletopia. Check those those books out. Yep. And then as I already mentioned, our other podcast, you know, it's Fake Right every Monday. This week's uh, Jordan Zeilinger. Last week I had a stand-up comedian, Dylan God, on. Yeah. Everyone seemed episode. to enjoy that. Um, no Holds Barred with Bill Benis is officially on hiatus, but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Bill's still... He's probably working very hard on the next season. He's uh, he's probably doing his research, taking his notes, you know, eating a lot of Umberto's tacos. Definitely eating some tacos. Um, that dude can put away some tacos. Yeah. I mean, have you seen him back back there at catering? I mean, oh, yeah. my God. Leave yeah. some for us, pal. Yeah, come on, Bill. Piece of crap. Uh, and then finally, uh, the TB Toy Cast with me and Travis Fowler. Uh, this week we, we dove into um, Cops and Crooks, which is kind of a, a unique toy line that flies under the radar. And uh, next week, we're going old school. Star Wars. Yes. So that'll be fun to dive into. It'll be fun. Uh, then all of Bane's music can be found at um, Spotify, Apple, wherever you stream your tunes. Yeah, check out the check out the hip-hop or the anti-Bane stuff, whatever you want. Definitely. And then if you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash bbph. We have several tiers there. And uh, you can get the weekly energy shot, Breaker Retro Gamer once a month. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. And Definitely. PHPW Adrenaline. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard, you need some beard balm or beard oil. Yes. Make it look nice. Yes. You know, um, this uh, Monday is Labor Day. It Tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Labor Day. So, first off, happy Labor Day. To happy everybody. Labor Day. Uh, but uh, second off... We are bringing back the fall scents. We're going to keep all the summer scents up until the end of summer, but the fall scents are up there, and the summer scents are twenty percent off. Nice for the for the rest of the summer. So get it get it while it's uh, on sale. Do it for sure. If you want a t shirt, several places you can get them: prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com. Whatamaneuver.net, search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. In fact, we have two shirts there, mm -hmm. the G.I. Joe design, Power Mowing Hour, and coming soon, a third design. Hell yeah. It's in the works right now, so it'll be it'll be coming very, very soon. I think everyone will dig it. And, of course, the new TB Toy Cast shirt is also up, which is a really fun design from Jason Wolf. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, phpwshop.com. Yes. If you want to support some of the PHPW superstars, it's the best way to do it. I think we've got... Nine shirts currently up. Yeah, and by the time this drops, actually, it'll be uh, 13 because we'll have four more guys oh. up plus our Fallatality pay-per-view T-shirt. That's right. You're going to start adding the pay-per-view shirts. Yes. Do you, should we go ahead and announce who's on there? I mean, it'll be up by the time this drops. Let's so. do it. So we are going to have Good Brother Mike gets his very first T-shirt, and that is going to be the uh, Brigade Butcher. The Brigade Butcher. So that is available now at phpwshop.com. Then we also have Burning Rubber, Ethan Chambers. That's probably my favorite of the series. That one's pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you, my favorite is coming up right now. Our boys, 
Doing the favor. A little vicious and delicious. A little vicious and delicious. I like it. Yeah, my least favorite, but we were kind of contractually obliged to do it, is the uh, Scranton Syndicate. <laughs> they got a t-shirt. They got a t-shirt up there. So check all that out. And uh, like I said, uh, along with that, the Fatality t-shirt is up. And so what we're going to kind of start doing is we're going to be doing four shirts a month plus the pay-per-view shirt. So next, yeah. next month will be... Our um our yearly like our, our kind of anniversary of PHPW it is yeah we'll have a Ghost Goblins and Grapple Hold shirt up for that as well yes we will and that one's gonna be a really cool design and so. I I kind of think what we ought to do with the pay per view shirts and we can talk about this off air if you want but like maybe only keep them up for that month yeah that I think and that's we fair can, we can remove them yeah so but yeah that'll be coming up Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds um. Four new shirts for September, um, yeah. and then I'm sure we'll have some some other guys uh, getting t-shirts in October. Yeah, we kind of need to brainstorm a little bit about that because I know we got some guys that need shirts. And- yeah, we're, we're and we're also trying not to flood the website with like 50 shirts right out of the gate. Absolutely, that way it's like you have time to buy all the ones you want and so yep. on. And I will throw this out there: if anyone has planned to order shirts and just hasn't got around to it yet, um, a lot of people are talking today about like Klarna, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of websites are doing. Uh, the pay in for installments plan, yeah. and you can do that on on our site. Yeah, with the uh, PayPal. If I'm, if yes, I'm not and so if you're thinking like, well, I kind of want three shirts, but uh, it's kind of expensive. Like, well, you can pay in for installments yeah. every two weeks, so it's a lot a lot easier on the old pocketbook. Absolutely, it is. So check that out, and uh, that's all I got, man. That's everything. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.